Welcome to The Cantankerous Catholic with Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Listen to Joe tackle the really tough moral issues, current events, and politics from a Catholic perspective. Now here's Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Hello again, Sixpack Warriors. Welcome back to The Cantankerous Catholic, episode 174. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I've got some really bad news for all you six-pack warrior listeners. You are now officially enemies of the United States of America. We'll examine how that happened in this episode. Help this apostolate while you help yourself. First, check out what I have for sale on cantankerouscatholic.com on the Joe's Stuff page. I have books, coffee mugs, and t-shirts. Your purchase helps this apostolate. On the episode's blog and about pages, there are Catholic Amazon items in the sidebar. I change those offerings every week now. When you click on those images, as long as you shop at Amazon after doing so, this apostolate gets a small commission on everything you buy. Please help this apostolate while you buy whatever you're going to buy anyway. I don't even recognize this country anymore. 
The nation that I took up arms to defend now considers me its enemy. You too, for that matter. Something right out of George Orwell's classic book 1984 took place last week. The Department of Homeland Security announced a new board within that department called the Disinformation Governance Board on April 28. What does the formation of the new Disinformation Governance Board mean exactly? On the evening that Homeland Security announced this new board, Tucker Carlson explained things to America on his show, Tucker Carlson Tonight. He told us about the new Disinformation Governance Board and what it means in the 17-minute segment on his show. I'm going to play four minutes of that segment, then I'll come back for comment, commentary you really need to hear. Joe Biden cannot continue to control this country if you have free access to information. It's that simple. Biden certainly is not improving your life. He's not even trying to improve your life. So the best he can do is lie to you and demand that you believe it. But to do that, he needs to make certain that nobody else can talk, because if you were to hear the truth, you might not obey. How is Biden going to pull that off? It's not easy. Well, one option would be to get men with guns to tell you to shut up. Most Americans probably haven't thought of that because this isn't Africa or Eastern Europe. This is America. And we don't do things like that here and never have. More precisely, we haven't until now. But now Joe Biden is president and everything is different. So today, to herald the coming of the new Soviet America, the administration announced its own Ministry of Truth. This will be called the Disinformation Governance Board. Laugh if you want, but just to show you they're not kidding around here, this board is not part of the State Department or any other agency focused on foreign threats from abroad. No. The Disinformation Governance Board is part of the Department of Homeland Security. DHS is a law enforcement agency designed to police the United States and, and that, by the way, has a famously large stockpile of ammunition. So it's not a joke at all. Here's DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. We have just established a mis- and disinformation governance board in the Department of Homeland Security to more effectively um, combat uh, this threat, not only to election security, uh, but to our homeland security. Oh, so one of America's top law enforcement officers just announces to the Congress that actually we're going to be policing what you say. And everyone in the room kind of nods. Oh, yeah, it's totally normal. But here's what he didn't say. So America's told us that disinformation is a threat to Homeland Security. Now, he's the head of the Department of Homeland Security. So presumably he would know since assessing threats to Homeland Security is his job. But what he didn't tell us is how he's defining disinformation. So here you have this new and terrifying thing that the Biden administration is so concerned about that has created a new agency to fight it. But Mayorkas never said or even hinted as to what it might be. So the man in charge of the disinformation governing board never defined disinformation. It's almost unbelievable when you think about it. Would you declare war on a country you couldn't name? Would you sentence someone to death for a crime you couldn't describe? Of course you wouldn't, not if you were a sane and decent person. Because you can't have justice without precise definitions. That's why we have very large books of law that define what is allowed and what is not. But they're not defining the core concept at the heart of what is effectively a new law enforcement agency. Maybe that's because Mayorkas doesn't want justice and neither is the president he serves. They want power. And to get power, they plan to control what you think. Watch Mayorkas explain. We have so many different efforts underway 
to equip local communities uh, to identify individuals who very well could be descending into violence uh, by reason of ideologies of hate, false narratives, or, or other um, disinformation and misinformation propagated on social media and other platforms. Oh, did you know that? So one of our biggest law enforcement agencies has men with guns around the country doing so many things to stop disinformation and false narratives. Those aren't even lies. They're just deviations from the approved script. America's told us again that men with guns plan to, quote, identify individuals who could be descending into violence, could be descending. Not people who've committed violence or even been accused of any crime at all. DHS is instead using law enforcement powers to identify and punish people who think the wrong things. That would be opponents of the Biden administration. Is this dystopian fiction? No, it's happening right in front of us. That means that Joe Biden's partisan political enemies are now officially enemies of the state. The First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States of America says Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Congress, the courts, and our governmental bureaucracies have been eroding our First Amendment rights for decades, particularly our right to freedom of religion. Thanks to the advent of free speech destroying social media, which I've always said is evil and shouldn't have ever been invented, pretender Biden feels empowered to crush the rest of the First Amendment. Republican politicians have complained about censorship and social media for years. Yet when they had control of both houses of Congress and the White House, they did nothing to rein in social media. So because nothing was done when Republicans had a chance, as is typical of the Democratic Party, Biden and his fellow tyrants felt they could simply abolish the First Amendment by fiat. Republicans are as much to blame here as Democrats. We shouldn't be surprised here, though, because the so-called party of life also did nothing about abortion while they controlled the government. Oh, no. They even funded Planned Parenthood with your tax dollars. But I digress. According to the new Disinformation Governance Board, because we disagree with transgenderism, putting America last, the whole LGBT agenda, illegal immigration, and everything else the Democrats promote, we the people are now enemies of the state. The people with guns are going to be coming for us. Church militant, the cantankerous Catholic, and every other like-minded apostolate are certainly going to be targets of this new disinformation governance board, but that doesn't mean you'll escape their long bureaucratic arm. You might have successfully avoided making any statement in writing or verbally in disagreement with the Dems, but that doesn't matter. Merely because you've tuned into the cantankerous Catholic at all, you're an enemy of the state. They have the technology to be able to track down all of your cyber activity. So if you've ever visited a conservative website, watched conservative news on a smart TV, or listened to a conservative podcast like this one, they're going to know who you are. They'll go after the medium-sized conservative voices first, followed by us little guys, all the while watching the biggest voices tone down their rhetoric out of fear. 
Then they'll begin going after individuals who don't learn from watching what happens to the voices they follow. Don't laugh and make the mistake of thinking that the worst Soviet-style tyranny won't happen. It already has. Will the courts save us? No, they won't, because conservative judges and justices will be declared enemies of the state. Will Congress save us? Even if there was a majority of Republicans in Congress, we can't expect help from them. Hell, they wouldn't even defund Planned Parenthood when they had a chance. If they don't give a damn about babies, what makes you think they care anything about you? So what do we do? I believe in using peaceful solutions first. Fortunately, the Disinformation Governance Board is brand new, and the midterm elections are only six months away. The new Orwellian bureaucracy won't have enough time to gear up to do much damage before a lot of really good Trump types are elected to Congress. But we can't wait for the election. We have to demand action and accountability now. You should be burning up the phone and writing letters to your congressmen and U.S. senators. I know I have. You should demand that Congress immediately make a law that prohibits Homeland Security from establishing the Disinformation Governance Board. It's not authorized by law now, but the Biden administration will argue that law doesn't prohibit it either. So demand a law. There are enough Democrats like Manchin, Sinema, and Clyburn to get such a law passed. While you're at it, demand that Joe Biden be impeached in January when the GOP recaptures Congress. He swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution. By establishing the Disinformation Governance Board, he's betrayed that oath. Betraying his oath is to betray the country, and that's treason. I don't care how you look at it. He's done a lot of bad things in the 16 months he's been the pretender, but this is by far the worst. Don't sit on your hands and do nothing. Do something now, or we won't have a country to defend by 2024. While I'm on a rant, I want to rant again about feeding war victims in Ukraine. After last week's rant, a tiny handful of people actually made a few clicks to rate this show, thereby contributing to feeding war victims through Podchaser and Captivate donations. And I thank you. By the way, all of you left some really nice comments, and I appreciate it. But I guess it was too much trouble for the rest of you. I hope you never have to find out what it's like to be hungry, although you might when the food shortages begin this fall. If you're not too lazy to do so, then click on the link in my show notes that says Give to Feed Ukrainian War Victims Pod Chaser and rate this show to help feed those children and their mothers and grandparents. Honestly, I usually don't say things like this, but if you're too lazy to make a few clicks to feed hungry war victims, I hope it bothers your conscience a lot. I don't care what you say about me or this show. I don't even care if you don't listen to this show anymore after this. I just want you to feed these innocent people. I also want to remind you that June is Toxic Mail Month. I interviewed Bishop Strickland last week for June, and I've got to tell you that he was on fire. You're going to love that interview. You can promote Toxic Mail Month by getting your own t-shirt and coffee mug to do so. We have them both for men and women with different text. 
Just visit cantankerouscatholic.com and go to the swag page. The lockdowns over the last two years have changed the way people earn or want to earn a living. A lot of people are wanting to set up online businesses for themselves in e-commerce. The problem is, most folks have no earthly idea how to start, and all the videos on YouTube that are supposed to tell you how to begin just whet your appetite. Well, now you can get the help you need. Peter Prue, a successful e-commerce entrepreneur, is the founder of e-commerce Empire Builder Academy. He's offering a free webinar that explains how he's made a full-time living in e-commerce and what his academy's all about. So if you want to learn how to set up an online e-commerce business, click the link in my show notes that says E-Commerce Empire Builder Academy and register for the free webinar. Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy, wants to make sure you're informed about all the Catholic news you need to know. Here's Joe Sixpack's top five Catholic news picks for this episode. Catholic news pick number five. Hats off to Fox News. Assistant Secretary of Health Dr. Rachel Levine, a man who claims to be a woman, told NPR on Saturday that there is no argument among pediatricians about the value and the importance of gender-affirming care. Levine dismissed the scientific arguments against LGBTQ agenda for children. The language of medicine and science is being used to drive people to suicide, he said. (laughs) You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic News Pick Number 4 Hats off to Fox News. Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas last week testified before the House Judiciary Committee that domestic violent extremism represents the greatest terrorism-related threat to the homeland. When questioned, however, he was unable to name a single case of domestic terrorism that his department has referred to the Department of Justice for prosecution. Republicans accused the Biden administration of exaggerating and in some cases fabricating threats of terrorism from innocent political opponents. Whose idea was this? You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic Catholic News Pick number three. Hats off to Breitbart. Indiana Attorney General Todd Rokita, a Republican, has sued the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. The suit seeks to compel BLM to cooperate with an investigation into its use of funds donated by Indiana residents. In February, we heard this news about allegations of mansion buying and everything else. A lot of people said, hey, we're going to look into it. Well, we are. We did, and we will until we get the cooperation and we get the facts, Rokita said. This is going to be good. You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic Catholic News Pick number two. Hats off to the Washington Examiner. Discovery Plus is launching a new reality show featuring five teen boys performing as drag queens. 
Generation Drag, the name of the show, is scheduled to begin streaming June 1st, but the American Society for the Defense of Tradition, Family, and Property has created a petition demanding that Discovery Plus cancel the show. A lot of good that'll do. You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic Catholic News News Pick number number one. Hats off to Breitbart. The new Federalist Susquehanna poll found that 70% of likely voters would support more laws like Florida's Parental Rights and Education Act, which is designed to protect children from progressive sex and gender indoctrination in schools. Only 23% of respondents said they oppose such measures. Huh, well, at least 23% of Americans are nuts. Whoa! You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Here's something I'm going to shout loud and long. During the last two years, every Catholic parish and most businesses lost a ton of money because of the COVID lockdowns. Congress attempted to ease the revenue strain with the CARES Act, but it really did nothing for parishes and little for most businesses. Believe it or not, Congress is actually remedying that. They've not done a good job of getting the word out, but Congress has enhanced the ERTC portion of the CARES Act. If a parish or business has W-2 employees, part-time or full-time, they almost certainly qualify for the ERTC tax rebate. I'm working with a CPA firm that specializes in ERTC rebates to reach out to all parishes and Catholic-owned businesses I can. This is especially good for parishes with schools. All any parish or Catholic-owned business has to do is click the link in my show notes that says, ERTC Recovery, I Want My Money. Then just fill out the form on the website and the CPA firm will determine if the parish or business qualifies. It costs nothing to get started and the average tax rebate appears to be $150,000. So tell every priest and Catholic business owner about the expanded ERTC rebate and send them to my show notes. Remember, Click the link on my show notes that says ERTC Recovery. I want my money. I am hard, but I am fair. It's time for the Catholic Boot Camp with your drill sergeant, Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Learn the Catholic faith and how to defend it like you've never heard it before. This boot camp is tough, so there's no political correctness, no spirit of Vatican II, and no namby-pamby platitudes. Drill Sergeant Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy, will prepare you for spiritual war. Now here's Joe Sixpack. Let's recap from a few things covered over the last few weeks. Pay very close attention because your eternal destiny depends on how you react to the things said in this boot camp. The very first thing to note is that Jesus established one church, which he called my church in Matthew 16, 18. And salvation comes only from that church. Forget all of the Protestant heresies that have crept into Catholic thinking. They're just that, 
heresies. As I've said ad nauseum, every Catholic on earth has two primary obligations, to become a saint, as Jesus said in Matthew 5.48, and to share the faith, as he commanded us at the Great Commission in Matthew 28.19-20. These obligations came straight out of the mouth of our Savior. There are no negotiations, no shortcuts, and no way to avoid them. Everyone must fulfill these obligations or perish in hell for all eternity. Regarding becoming a saint, few of us will actually attain that level of sanctity during our lives. You must, however, achieve that level by death, or at least have lived a Catholic life with your foot all the way to the spiritual floorboard. For those of us who fall short of perfection, yet tried all our lives, that's why Jesus gave us the safety net of purgatory. But if you only strive to make purgatory, your likely destination is hell. The issue of sharing the faith is equally important. Jesus didn't give us an option on that one either. Again, there are no negotiations, no shortcuts, and no way to avoid it. You either share the faith with every non-Catholic, lapsed Catholic, non-participating Catholic, and Catholics apparently ignorant of the faith, which is a bare minimum of 95% of us, or you automatically buy yourself a ticket on the steamship Hades on the River Styx. It's just that simple. People constantly try to write off these truths as being nothing more than my opinion. In fact, the vast majority of Catholics seem to think that everything is a matter of opinion, especially if they don't like what they hear or read. But all Catholics need to realize that truth is immutable. The very nature of truth is that it can't change regardless of opinions. Protestantism and every other world religion is opinion. Catholicism is truth because the Catholic Church's founder is truth incarnate, Jesus Christ, the second person of the Holy Trinity. So if you want to write off what I say here, don't take it up with me. Take it up with Jesus. He said it, not me. Unless you're an ostrich, you can see that the world has gone mad. We have transgenderism and homosexuality in the mainstream. People are acquiring pets rather than having children. Marriage is flaunted as passe. Global war is imminent from multiple places around the globe. So-called queer theory is being taught in grades 1 through 12. And the Democrats are insisting now that abortion be permitted up to a month after birth. <laughs> Infanticide. What is right is now considered to be wrong in virtually every instance. All of the evils being manifested in the world are coming to us through politics. But make no mistake, this isn't a political war for right and wrong. It's a spiritual war, and Satan is the general of the forces of evil. The few faithful bishops remaining, such as Raymond Leo Cardinal Burke, are warning us that we're in the end times. Catholic ostriches need to pull their heads out of the sand. Pascal's wager was a challenge to non-believers. A wager implies gambling. Pascal essentially said, if there is no God but you live according to what the Catholic Church believes, the very least you can hope for is a good life. But if the Catholic Church is correct and you fail to live by her teachings, and at death you discover you were wrong, then you lose everything that matters with an eternity in hell. That said, let's make Joe's wager. Are you willing to gamble your soul by rejecting what I say here?
Try sharing the faith and strive to become a saint with your foot to the spiritual floorboard every minute of every day. If I'm wrong about those two obligations determining your eternal destiny, you haven't lost anything. But if I'm right about those two obligations determining your eternal destiny, and if you fail to accept what I've said, there's only one destiny for you, and it's the eternal torment you choose on your own. Are you so skilled a gambler that you're willing to wager your own soul by deciding I'm just stating an opinion you don't like? To help you determine whether to accept this wager, I'll quote a few passages from Jesus' own mouth. In Matthew 7:13, during his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and easy that leads to destruction, and those who enter it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Note that you have to find the narrow gate, and that the way is hard. Note also that few find it. Nothing worth having is easy, and certainly striving for sanctity and sharing the faith fit into the hard category. Go read just a little church history, especially from the first four centuries. Our history is full of martyrs, and those men, women, and children were martyrs simply because they were striving for sanctity and sharing the faith. What does Jesus say about those who won't meet their moral obligations? In Revelation 3, 15 and 16, he says, I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that you were either cold or hot. So, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spit you out of my mouth. (laughs) Just what do you think that means? Jesus gets even stronger in Revelation 21.8. He says, But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Few American Catholics can escape this. If you won't share the faith, you're a coward. If you decide the Catholic faith on the basis of opinion rather than truth and his word, you're faithless. If you're one of the 90% of Catholics who use contraception, you're detestable, a murderer, and sexually immoral. The biggest problem facing Catholics in their faith today is that they're lazy and ignorant of what the Church teaches and has taught for 2,000 years. Based on 30-plus years of doing what I do, I can tell you it doesn't matter that you think you know the faith, you really don't know it at all and I'm addressing at least 95% of you. You can't live what you don't know. If you're unwilling to learn it, then you're lukewarm, and we've already seen how that'll turn out. So go to joesixpackanswers.com today or send me an email, and we'll get you signed up for my free email course in the faith, and you'll also begin getting invitations to attend my free weekly webinars. Your eternal destiny depends on it. The COVID lockdowns and mandates hurt everyone financially. Nearly all of you lost money and many lost their jobs. I learned this in email conversations with some of you. I learned that many of you are looking for ways to avoid financial worries when this happens again and make no mistake that the tyrants in government will make sure it happens again. 
The number of Americans searching for ways to earn an income online has exploded. Some need to replace the jobs they lost. Others want to build an online income to be prepared for when it happens again. Some just want the freedom from being threatened financially again. Stay-at-home moms want to supplement the household income without working outside the home. I get it. The problem is the average person has no earthly idea where to start. I've been spending countless hours researching ways to earn an online income with the help of some friends. I've come up with a bevy of income avenues and reputable courses to help you. Consequently, I've come up with a separate email list for people who want this information. When I gave this opportunity to people on my other email list, the response was overwhelming. So if you want to get the valuable information I'm collecting about how to make money online, just click on the link in my show notes that says, Show Me How to Make Money. I'll begin helping you right away. Catholic Church is 2,000 years old. A lot of wisdom is gained over two millennia. Each week we'll share some of that wisdom with a Catholic quote. So here's this week's Catholic quote. This week's Catholic quote is from Pope St. John Paul II. He said, The Eucharist is the secret of my day. It gives strength and meaning to all my activities of service to the church and to the world. I believe a really great way to teach the faith is through stories, parables, and anecdotes. So here's today's story. One day a poor woodsman was chopping down a tree at the edge of a river when suddenly his axe slipped from his hands and fell into the water. The poor man was very unhappy because his axe was the only way he could earn his living. He didn't have any money to buy a new axe. Not knowing what to do, he sat down on the river and put his face in his hands. A water fairy who lived in the river heard the splash made by the axe when it fell into the water, so she came to the surface. When she saw the woodsman, she asked, What's the matter? My axe fell from my hand and dropped into the river, he replied. I shall try and find it for you, said the fairy. Then she sank out of sight under the water. Soon a hand holding an axe of pure gold came up from the water. Is this your axe? came a voice from the water. No, no, answered the woodsman. I'm too poor to own an axe like that. Then the axe disappeared, and in its place the hand held an axe of pure silver. Is this your axe? the voice asked. No, no, mine was just a plain axe for cutting wood. Then the silver axe disappeared, and the hand held up an old iron axe. Is this your axe? asked the voice. Yes, yes, that's mine, he said excitedly as he took it from the fairy's hand. Thank you, kind fairy. When he'd said this, the fairy gave him both the gold and silver axes and said, You're an honest woodsman, and I'm glad to make you a present of these axes. I'm sure they'll make you rich and happy. 
When everyone heard of the woodsman's good fortune, a dishonest man hoped to get the same good fortune for himself. So he dropped his axe in the river, then sat on the bank with his head bowed. Soon the fairy appeared and asked him why he was so sad. The man said he'd dropped his axe into the river, and that was the only way he could earn a living. The fairy said she'd try to find the axe. Soon a hand holding up a gold axe came out of the water. Is this your axe, said the voice from the water. Yes, it's mine, the man quickly replied. But when he reached out to take the gold axe, it disappeared under the water. The fairy refused to give him either the gold axe nor his own iron axe. Dishonesty never pays. It brings down God's judgment and causes unhappiness. Honesty is always rewarded at the very least with a good conscience. This has been The Cantankerous Catholic with Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Thanks for subscribing, and be sure to visit cantankerouscatholic.com to get your free copy of Joe's popular book, The Best of What We Believe, Why We Believe It.